Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So I can't believe it, but this five-day challenge was so amazing. And then we did a little bit of an after party. And now the doors to me to do this are closing tomorrow. So tomorrow night, tomorrow night, we close the doors to made to do this enrollment ends and we will begin our first session on Monday with me live. I'll be live with you every single week and we will be going through step by step. How do we find the magic that you've been given that's right there and how can we put it into the world and we're going to start to do it and it's going to be awesome and you're going to start to take inspired action. And you're going to start to see with new eyes so much that's been sitting here because you're going to start to look beyond what you've thought up until now is possible. And you're going to see that maybe we can actually call it in. Maybe it's not about working hard. It's about working smart. Maybe it's not actually complex and difficult. It's about listening to the whisper. It's about getting back in touch with that magic. And it's going to be gorgeous. I cannot wait. You guys should see the quality of human beings that is pouring into this program. So enrollment closes tomorrow night and we will begin on Monday. Are you going to be there? If you're on the fence for any reason, you can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller or you can email me also hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. If you want to sign up, you can go to madetodothis.com. And by the way, please do know we have a refund policy. So if you want to spend two weeks with me just to really try it on, you can do that. And after two weeks, if you're not feeling like this is a fit, you're going to get your money back, no questions asked, because I don't want people there who don't feel like they want to be there, right? It's like when you're dating someone, you you don't want someone to be somewhere they don't want to be. So if you want to be made to do this, and you're pretty sure this is right, but you're not 100%, and you want to just be able to test drive the car, you want to be able to sample it, come on and try it. Go to madetodothis.com and join us for two epic weeks and give yourself a chance to at least see if this is going to be the thing that starts to be the lighthouse that brings you home, that really changes the direction of things. And you will join a group of incredible humans who have now said, this program completely and totally changed my life. Speaking of, I'm so excited for today's episode because we have some incredible, incredible human beings. They're going to share their story with you. I am joined by three awesome Made to Do This graduates, Joe Ingram, Hillary Anthony, and Amy Fowler. These are incredible women and they have bet on themselves. They have walked through the fear. They took messy action and they came out on the other side of those 12 weeks with a renewed sense of who they are and what they are truly meant to do. I want to thank them for letting us share this journey and their heart with all of you. And I can guarantee that these stories are going to light a fire inside of you. So first, we're going to hear from the amazing Joe Ingram, who had worked for decades in the corporate world, but then COVID came and she no longer had a job. What she ended up doing and made to do this is so amazing. Take a listen. Joe, it's your turn. You're just so adorable and your story is so fun. And I want you to share a little bit about where you were and what the process was like and what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I came out of a 20-year corporate career working in advertising, and I just did what I thought I had to do. You know, I left college, and I got a really good job, and I just continued to work at it, climbing the ladder, and my soul was getting smaller every single year. I didn't love it. I knew it didn't light me up. I really got into, you know, self-development, and I knew that there was more, but I just couldn't find my way. 
And even like 15 years ago, I know a lot of people have like life-changing experiences. And I had one when I gave birth to my first daughter and that I nearly died. And it was really dramatic. And I came out of that experience believing that life would change. I knew that I wanted more. And yet 15 years later, I was still working in advertising, even going through a long surrogacy journey and lots of other things that happened in that time. And it was only when COVID came that I actually got laid off. So COVID like hit me really hard. I was at a really senior board level position at that point, but I truly felt that the universe was guiding me. And that same week, Kathy dropped into my Facebook feed. I'd, I'd never heard the podcast. I wasn't exposed to it at all. And suddenly there you were. And I was like, right, the universe is telling me something here. It's time to never go back to advertising and it's time to really find my purpose. And I really didn't know what that would be. Um, I'm, you know, I grew up quite cynical and, you know, what with being laid off, the money felt like, you know, my knees were knocking. <laughs> it was like, really, is this what I'm going to do? And my husband's like, really, is that what you're going to do? I'm like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you better make this count. I was like, that's how I felt. And I just have to say what you said earlier, Kathy, about this being about mindset. Yes, but about taking action and building your business. I would not have been into it if that hadn't have been a core component. And it lived up to that expectation 10 times because the implementation was absolutely outstanding. And since I did that program with you, like I finished back in September, I've taken a few other programs since then, big ones and small ones, and they've all been fantastic, but nothing has made me implement the way that Made to Do This did. So if anybody's anxious about actually getting an outcome and you're thinking about if this is the right program if this isn't right then no program will be right in my opinion because this will make it happen for you if you put in the work and literally when I showed up I didn't know what I was going to be and I didn't appreciate some of the gifts I had in my basket and that's what you did Kathy you really helped us explore and uncover what we had to give to the world and it was literally on made to do this that I realized that those 20 years in advertising and the strategizing and the business director growth that I had gone and been trained on was transferable and again to to Adrian said it earlier you know the connection and the the network that you get working made to do this. And I just started giving and I was like, you know what? I know a bit about business growth and I can strategize and I'm all about action. So if you've got a problem in any of those places, let me help. And by the time made to do this finished, I was like a business coach and strategist. All my first clients were made to do this that literally launched me. And that's what I do full time now. And um, it's, lights me up. I know that when I coach someone, they then go on to help other people, their health coaches, life coaches, mindset, finance coaches, other business coaches. And um, really, it's given me the meaning of my life. It means that I will never have to go back to working for somebody else, which was a vulnerability that I never wanted to go through again. And it means that as my business grows, I'm going to be able to spend the time with the kids and maybe one day even travel if COVID allows. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my message for it. Oh, my gosh, Joe, you are always a rainbow. Your energy is that. And I knew from the second that you entered my world that you were going to be just that for people that you were like a Care Bear. You would just come into their room and go, here's all the lights. Why do you have the curtains closed? Let's draw the curtains. Let's take on the world. And This is what I want people to get is that I say this all the time. We're sitting on gold. Sometimes the gold is the simplest thing that you just are. It's not even something you do. You just are it because we resonate, right? When you play an instrument and you, you play another instrument, you're in a band. The reason why things work is when there's harmony, there's resonance, right? When you go into a yoga class Why do you have the greatest class? It depends on the teacher. Why? Because if the teacher holds resonance, you will rise and you will meet her there. Mm -hmm. They've done these fMRIs where they have people in a room and it's amazing. People will elevate to the highest vibration in the field. So I could feel when I saw you that you were just this, it just was, right? You just hold this very 
magical vibration. And as soon as I started to watch you, which was like, I can do this. I I was like, oh, here it comes. And it was as simple as you offering it, like I tell people to do, right? For free and generous. And then you saw, oh, I like it. Oh, I'm good at it. Oh, maybe I'll tweak it a little. Oh, now it's the, oh, I know what it is. It's business strategy. I'm able to take all this stuff, but do the parts of it that I must've liked. There was something I liked about it, but I didn't like not having freedom. Now I have freedom. I have the parts that I like, and now I can pour into people and do the other part, right? And it's just so cool. At what point had you made $3,000 back? Uh, Within a month of finishing the program. And it's gone like exponentially since. It's just so cool. And I'm, I'm so grateful that you are doing it because you're so fantastic at it. You are so fantastic at it. And again, I have seen that. I, I have seen that with everybody's business is that made to do the students. There's always a section of the student that become each person's first client. And it's just awesome. And then they get testimonials and then they put that on their sales page and then it grows from there and they tell their friends and they support each other. And they say, you were great at this. And they give them feedback and it's just amazing. And people would say, you know, to you, how did you do that? Cause there's already other people coaching and doing business. How did you know that you could also do it? Like, why did you think you could do it? Kathy's doing it. Other people do it. What do you, how'd you think there's room for you? Well, you said a few things on the program. You said like there's billions of people in the world, right? And everybody learns from different people and gets inspired by different energy. And I realized, because I'm pretty good at maths, and I realized that I don't need a million people in order to make a really good living and to light me up. And those people are out there, and I just have to put my energy and light out into the world. And bit by bit, they come. And I had a free session with another lady that was on Made to Do This, who's also outstanding. She's an energy coach. And she talked to me about how you just pick up sticks. You pick up one stick and you add it to your bundle and then you pick up another stick and another stick until it becomes like this massive ball of energy. And that's exactly how I approached the program. And I have to say, you know, a lot of people might be going, oh yeah, but they probably had it from the beginning. They were all that type of person. I was not anything at the beginning. People joined the program and I bet if you're listening now, you've seen people already in the challenge who seem light years ahead of you. And you're just like, How would I ever do what they're doing? Because I'm so far behind. I was one of those people. And I saw people on the program when I joined to do this who were rock stars, in my view. I was like, they're rock stars. They've been already doing this for a year. They're so far ahead. You know, I wasn't on your podcast. I wasn't any of these other things. I was just one of a number. But that doesn't mean that you can't soar and have your dream come true and get to a position where you've done exactly what you set out to do. So don't be afraid to just lean in and take the chance. Exactly. And you know, something I I once heard, which is just such a great way of saying this is um, if you want to get better at chess, play against someone better than you. Don't play against someone as good as you. If you play against someone better than you, even if you lose the match, you just got better at playing chess by playing someone better than you. I remember the story when Kobe was so horrifically killed and it was just the worst day in LA. It was like, it was kind of setting us up for this year of COVID. Like you should have felt what like LA felt like. And um, Michael Jordan gave this like beautiful speech. He was like crying so hard, which is like, by the way, such humility, right? For like the greatest of all time, like crying at this kid's like to him, he was like a kid. But he said, the reason I admired Kobe is because when I first met him, the first time I ever met him, he walked up to me, we were at some event or something And he said to Michael, did you bring your shoes? And Michael just started to cry. And he said, he said, I'm playing against you. Let's go. I'm taking you on. And he said, he was like 19 at the time. And he was like, you want to play? And he goes, you better play with me. And he said, no one had ever said to me, did you bring your shoes? And he said, I went back in the car after the event, I got my shoes and boy, did he try to get every layup and he didn't. And I loved him for that because I didn't make it easy for him. And he goes, and I said, you're going to be the greatest. Like I got competition. Like you came for me. You know what I mean? Like that is how we level up. We surround ourselves with greatness. And you know something? Greatness is something of the past. I was with my kids and we were watching a Fred Astaire, an old Fred Astaire movie. And my kids are like kind of bored, you know, whatever. It's not like Nickelodeon. 
I said, you want to really get what you're watching? I said, this is one take, like everything you're watching, he's doing it in real time. They're not editing it like this. And they're like, no way, really this, that. And I said, yeah. I said, if you saw his shoes under feet under his tap shoes, his feet are probably bruised and bloody. And I said to my nine-year-old, this is greatness. This is greatness. You want to see greatness? You watch Michael Phelps. Greatness. We've lost greatness because we don't have resilience. We get one hit to the jaw and we're out. And then you look at people and you say, greatness is staying with it, right? Greatness is Serena looking at her sister and saying, you think you're going to be ahead of me? Just buckle up. Just give it a minute because I'm going to pass you. No one's even going to remember I have a sister. Like, ah, you know, she's like, tell me I can't. Just tell me I'm anyone's number two. Please say it again. Louder. Tell me again, right? And she just dominates and dominates and dominates because she's unwilling to be anything but great. And that is something that this generation has really lost. They say that now people, if they don't get promoted in six months, they quit. There's like a, we've gotten super soft as opposed to getting that this is a process and we're going to rise because there's a greater potential in the field. It's not about comfort. Comfort and greatness don't go together. Nobody's eating chocolate cake on a treadmill, right? Let's become great. Like let's live up to when we were being created. Like what was it? What did he have in mind? Our creator, right? Like let's find greatness. And that's why Joe, what you said. And first of all, I would say the majority of our students are really just starting that's what I, I, I tend to feel like that's the truth, but there are different levels, however you want to say it. And it is the best thing ever, actually, because everyone finds something they need. And, and truth be told, I coach my friends. I just got a text today from Sherry Salata, who is executive producer Oprah, who was thanking me for helping her with her own launch that she just did um, because I gave her a launch a whole launch plan and like kind of sat with her and went over like how I launch with a five-day challenge and what that looks like and creating intimacy and little steps and giving people homework. You guys, there's a lot of business strategy that goes on in one little thing that you do that you go, it's just so easy. It's like, well, watch, like step back and watch all the little moments, right? And like how it gets tied together. So I can coach you kind of wherever you're at. I can meet you there, but I love where you're at. And I love that you're getting to do this for people. It's so awesome, Joe. You are such a superstar. I'm so excited for your business to keep soaring to new levels. And I know there's just so much more coming for you. You guys all need to go listen to Joe's podcast, which has such an awesome title. It's called Action Taker Tribe. And you can say hi to her on Instagram. She's at I am Joe dot Ingram. Joe is spelled J-O and Ingram is spelled I-N-G-R-A-M. Okay. Now you're going to hear from Hillary Anthony, who is such a delight. She has been working as an equine guided facilitator, but when COVID hit, she found that she needed to pivot. Take a listen and let's hear what happened. I love that Hillary's here because you each do such different things. So Hillary, I want you to share with us where you were at, what your process was and what you're doing. Yeah. So I started out, I'm an equine guided facilitator and coach, and then I'm also trained in ancestral clearing. And so before I was blending those together and then obviously we had COVID. And so I couldn't be doing um, my in-person sessions with the horses and I had to cancel all of my workshops and everything. And so I was trying to figure out like what I could bring forward the most. It was, it was really a time for me to like sit back and see okay, like I really need to pivot here. And like, what do I want to be bringing forward? And what's going to be like the thing that lights me up the most as I'm like, you know, having to kind of like really reinvent myself. And so I was like, okay, I love doing the ancestral clearing. I'll just kind of like take the coaching out of it since I can't be working with the horses and people because I like absolutely love doing that. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to really push forward with the ancestral clearing and that's what I'm going to take forward. And so I'm a mother of three kids. They're all under 10. And so it's like, I have to be really, really intentional with my time. And so for me, before I joined me to do this, I was like, how am I going to figure out how to make an online presence? Like, I don't really have an idea of how to like navigate a social media page for like my business. I had maybe like 40 followers or something like that. And I was just like trying to do all of the things, but it felt like there was so much information out there. And 
I just didn't have enough time in the day to be like sifting through all of it. And so I was getting to the point where I was feeling really overwhelmed and I had never heard of you before Kathy. And it was like August. And one of my aunts, she sent me a text message and I didn't even know she had done me to do this. Actually. She just sent me a text message and was like, you're going to love this podcast. And it was the podcast episode you did with Jen Hatmaker. And I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, these are my kind of women, you know? And then you talked about the five day challenge in there. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll sign up for that. And I did. And by day three, I was like, okay, I don't know how the heck I'm going to afford whatever it is she's going to be like offering at the end of this, but I'm going to figure it out. I was one of those people that was just like fingers crossed for a scholarship because my husband, he can't work anymore. He's a disabled veteran, which I even hate using like those two words together, but like, that's the easiest way to describe it. Um, anyway, so I was like, how am I going to afford this? You know, like I'm not able to do my other practice and everything. And, um, my nine-year-old daughter, like literally she's so invested in whatever I do. And she would sit every day with me. It was like, Oh my gosh, what Kathy said just there, that is so true. <laughs> like, And so she was so sad when I didn't get a scholarship. I was like, baby, don't worry. Mommy's going to figure this out. And I actually, you can't see it, but I have $2 that are hanging in my office behind me because she, um, I'm totally going to get to her here. She went up to her bedroom one day and she came down and she was like, mom, here's two of my dollars. And I want you to use this to like help pay for what you can. I was like, baby, you don't have to worry about it. Like, I'm going to figure out how to do it whenever I really want to do something. I figure out how to make it happen. And she was like, no, it's like, you have to keep it. And so it sits in my office as a reminder. Cause it's like, if that little nine-year-old can believe in me, it's like, I need to step up and like, you know, really do this. <laughs> so I did, I was like, I'm doing this program. Like I know this is exactly what I need. And I went and I pitched it to a family member and I was like, look, this is the amount I need. I can pay for half of it. I promise I'm going to pay you back by the end of the program. And they were like, Oh my God, like you have so much enthusiasm and like you believe in yourself so much. I would pay for the whole thing for you. But since you're only asking for half, like, here you go. You know, like I so believe in you. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. I promise I'm paying you back before the end of the program. And I'm so glad I didn't win a scholarship because I, that was like a huge drive for me during the program was like getting in there. And I was scared, you guys. I'm the kind of person where it's like ancestral clearing is sounds so, I'm sure people are like, what even is that? Like, that sounds like the weirdest thing ever. Right. And so it's like, I was not like embarrassed, but I was really struggling with like how to bring that forward for people and like say the words so that they understood that it was like something that they needed. And so it felt scary for me, like as somebody who's, I'm a real like introvert. And so it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to this program and I'm going to be really pushing forward with this. And I just did it every day. It was just like, yeah, this might feel scary, but like, I'm going to go into the practices that I use and I do this work on myself all the time. And so I just like kept chipping away at like all of the things, the old beliefs, like the past programming and just like taking like the next step forward and the next step forward. And I am so flipping grateful that my aunt reached out to me and like put you in front of me because it seriously like completely changed like my life and my family's life. It's just like been a flipping ride for sure. <laughs> So yeah, now I'm still not really like doing the equine stuff because I'm sort of seeing like where 2021 is going to play out with that. I've got like some workshops on the books. Yeah, I've just like, I can't even believe, like I can't even remember. People reach out to me and they're like, oh my God, these things have been happening since my session with you. And I'm like at the point where I don't even remember the person. Then I look at their page and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember their face. But like, I don't necessarily remember what we worked on because I'm kind of in like a different place. You're in such a flow state. You yeah. are so special, so magical, Hillary. And, you know, your success inspired other people. And what you just said about your daughter, I mean, that just got me in tears. That is just so, the, every level of that was just so beautiful. And I love that you went to your family member. And I love that you said, I'm glad I did that because it forced me into action. And at yeah. one point, Hillary posted something in our Facebook group, like not too far in, like 10, 12 weeks into whatever we were doing. And she's like, I looked back, I've made like 13 grand or something like that. And you're like, what the heck? Like I'm doing ancestral clearing. Like, it's like, right. It's like, you have a key and you're trying all the locks, you're trying all the locks, but when it's your thing, mm -hmm. it's as easy as just like picking up this cup. It's like you step into 
the magic, right? And it was, oh my God, all that in, in the way. And you were able to say like, I'm going to set that over here and I am scared. And then I'm an introvert and I'm going to have to explain to people what ancestral clearing is. What are Akashic records? What is it that I'm looking at? What is it that I'm doing? But when something is just so, you don't have to explain and force. You can just say what's so. And the people who it's for are going to hear you because there's something genuine. Words from the heart go right into the heart. Whatever is true, we can feel. We just can feel it. What did that feel like for you when you made that money? Like, were you like just stunned? Yeah, it was so funny because the beginning of like December, I had said, you know what? I want to make $1,000 a week this month, like on ancestral clearing. I just like said it and I said it to my husband and then I just like totally forgot about it. And then at the end of that week, I was like, man, I have so many sessions booked. I had people like asking to buy like huge bundles of sessions. So then I ended up looking, it was like a Saturday night or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, I made close to $1,700 that week. And it was just on ancestral clearing sessions. So then the next, like that night, I was like, you know what, why limit it to just wanting to make it through my ancestral clearing work? Like, why not just open it up to anything, right? Like I deserving and I believe, you know, that like I am capable of all of these things. And like, I have in the past few years, but then especially going through your program, I was just like chipping away at like my money belief stuff and just like really working through that. And so I put it out there and I was just like, basically I'm open to receiving all of it in whatever way it's going to come. And I kid you not, the next day I had had some things that I was selling that like no one had even like messaged me about or anything like that. And the next day I reposted some things and I had gone out to feed horses, came back in and I had like 20 messages for people who want to buy. I was like, okay. And so like by the next day I had made close to a thousand dollars in one day on just like all these other things. And then I literally just like forgot that I had even done it. And then by like the end of the month, I hadn't even been like keeping track of things. And I was just like, wow, I really need to like go back and see. Cause like I, it was a busy month and I even took off like six days because it was Christmas. And I went back and I looked and then I was just like sitting there and I had like my calculator out and I was like, oh my gosh, what even just happened? And I was just like tears streaming. And my husband was just like, you're doing it. I can't even like explain it because it's just like when you're saying like when you're doing the thing that you're meant to be doing, like everything opens up for you. And um, it's just, it's been a wild ride for sure. And then like also like my kids to be able to see like that despite, you know, what we have with like their dad and everything like that. It's like, we can still do really, really well, despite having, you know, those kind of things in your life. And so I think that's been like something huge to be able to show them is resilience is real. And it's like, we can keep trucking no matter what like hits us. So that's been huge. And I still, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like I would do this work for free. I love helping people like when they're feeling so stuck and just like, I don't think I can do it. Like I love to help them to move through that and release it. And then they're just like, oh my gosh, like I can do it. And I am doing it. And I'm like, yes, you are. That's just fuels me. And I feel so, so lucky to be able to do something that I love so much every single day. You're just so amazing. And the story is this is the story. Like, we think that like, you know, I'm not Beyonce. I'm not whoever fill in the blank. And why are they inherently better than you? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think about just what you just said and like the lives that you're changing and how many people like I watched it, like I got to watch and witness when you just like opened up to here, I can give this. And people were like, can I buy a bundle of sessions? Can I have this? It's like, and it's like, who are you not to give that? That's so clearly like, it's not even about you. It's like, you're a vessel for that gift, right? When somebody plays the guitar really well, you look at John Mayer, you look, it's like, who are you not to pick up a guitar? It's not about you. Something moves through you, you know, like 
you watch people dance and you just like, you remember the, on So You Think You Can Dance, there were some of those dances where like, we're all crying and the person's not even speaking. And you're like, there's something about this person's body when it moves, it moves me, right? We don't get to opt out, but we are the gatekeepers. Cause we're like, I couldn't, ooh, it's amazing. And another thing Martha Beck had said to me is that we have this false idea of everyone. Well, everyone will think it's stupid. Well, nobody will want it. Well, every, it's like, who is everyone? Write it down. What do you mean? Who's everyone? Who, who do you, who comes to mind that wouldn't like it? Well, my dad, my brother, my neighbor, my, okay. So six people for six people who are going to tell you that you're stupid or you're whatever, and you're going to be rejected by six people. You're not going to put like, what do you really know about everyone? I mean, doesn't it blow your mind when you look at the world sometimes and you go, how can people think that way? They're different. (laughs) We expect people to be like us, right? And in the same way, we expect that people won't like us because we're ashamed. You know, what's amazing about imposter syndrome is there's something called pluralistic ignorance where we think that nobody else has imposter syndrome but us because we know our own idiosyncrasies. We know our own insecurities. They're not looking at that. They've got their own stuff. They're, they're coming up against their own stuff every single day, right? I'm sure John Legend has his own stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would he not? This is just the way the world works. So I just love that you were like, maybe I should just put it out there. And I look at people and I'm like, you know why you're not making money? There's nowhere for people to give you money. Like there's nowhere on your Instagram. There's nowhere where you're at a dinner and you're telling, there's nowhere, there's no offer being made. There's no, and I do this and I can do it for you and you can pay me here. The world is so ready. You know what we love to do? We love to spend money. We love to buy a massage. We love to buy a dress. We love to uh, get a session with a nutritionist. We love to spend. We're actually in one of the biggest spending frenzies of the universe. Like people love spending money make an opportunity for them to spend it on you and what you have to give and then get out of the way and stop saying, who am I? And get that when you say, who am I to do this? That's false humility because you think you have to do it. No. How about you step into the flow? Just surrender. Like you said, Hillary, you're like, when I'm doing these sessions, I'm somewhere else. I don't even remember. Sometimes you're like, you don't know how that helped me. You've watched me do hot seats and made to do this. You've all watched this. I, don't know what happens to me. I, for whatever it is, I can just kind of hold the space. I know where the person is stuck. And I say, let's go back to this over here. And do you think it's this? And I ask them a question. And I'm like, okay. And it seems like what you're saying that you don't hear yourself saying is this, this is what you're meant to do. And they're like, oh! and I'm like, I don't even know where it comes from. It's just a gift. I just feel, and when people say, you know, that's amazing. I don't, I don't say no, 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 no. Like that's not humility. Humility is like, thank God. Like, I'm just grateful that I can, can do it if I relax enough and stop trying to do it myself as a limited finite ego body. It's amazing to watch what you've done. And I think that people should know what ancestral healing is. Do you want to just in like a couple sentences, just share what that is? Yeah. So, okay. Basically we all came from a man and a woman at some point, even if you're adopted, whatever, all of us, we all literally have like a lineage. And so through our epigenetics, we can get past certain things in our DNA that, you know, some of them are like great things. And then some of them are things that have to do with like scarcity or, you know, when we think about the things our ancestors have been through, like it's been a lot. So it's almost like we come into life with like a little bit of a pre-charge, right? Because we've got those things in our DNA. And as children, I always say, we're kind of like these little balls of clay. We're just like so moldable and we're like having these things happen. And we're making all of these connections, which then sometimes turn into like these stories or agreements that we carry through our life. And those are the things that we're coming up against when we have like the resistance and we're like, I can't do this. I'm so scared. It's like, that's not even the adult version of you. Like that's this very younger version of you. That's got this story that like, it's scary or no one's going to hear me or I don't matter because those are the things that we were shown. And then we carry that. So we, in the work, we do a lot of like, I I'm guiding through the whole thing. So we talk a little bit and then 
coming into the body is really important because that's how we get into the present moment and your body holds your whole story. So we come into the present moment, we come into the body. And then when we're there, it's like we open this doorway into seeing like where the root of it is. And then once we have that, then we use like the power of breath. And then I'm doing like my clearing work silently usually. Um, And then with the power of the breath, it really helps to like reset the nervous system so that you don't have to carry that version of you as you move forward. So it's like this clean slate because like in the present moment, we have the ability to affect the past and the future. And so it's like when you're playing in that space, that's why when people are like, oh, live in the present moment, it's like literally that's where we need to be living because like that's how we make these great impacts because that is like our real true nature. It's not like all of these other layers that we have. And we have like this amazing, expansive, the truest, true parts of us that are in there. And it's just about, you know, just like peeling back the layers to get to it. And we all have that. And so like, that's really what this work does is like, it allows people to connect to like their more authentic selves and move forward without all of the things that they, you know, kind of like came in with. So it's it's incredible. I was just talking to my nanny about it because my older daughter is having some anxiety before she falls asleep and she'll have this thought, what if I can't sleep and go over and over and over it. And I was telling my nanny, I said, you know, I'm Jewish and my husband is too. And we're, we're both Ashkenazi Jews. There's Sephardi Jews that are from like more of like Spain and all of that. But in our DNA, there's a tremendous segment of our population, a very, very high number that has anxiety. And Mm -hmm. we know that it's from epigenetics of constantly having to be on the run, right? You're you're enslaved and there's an inquisition and there's a Holocaust. So you're constantly looking for danger, constantly, constantly. So the mind's like this, right? In order to survive, right? And so every culture has its own things. And then there's family cultures, right? So certain families drink in order to deal with stress, right? And then that those genes get signaled. And so you have more of a predisposition possibly to, to alcohol or to whatever. It's really, really interesting. And what I learned from Joe Dispenza's work is that different thoughts signal different genes because different thoughts create different chemical responses. So here's what's really also insane is that our thoughts create our biology. So we now know that dif- different diseases are the result of different thoughts constantly signaling different genes. For instance, if a deer is scared that there's a hunter for like 15 minutes, the deer can handle being in flight or fight. You know, everything turns on, the nervous system is in like all, you know, and then it, it, it has to kind of come down and hopefully it finds a place in the woods. And then it, and then like, you'll see a little bit later, it just starts grazing again and it can kind of go back into like, it's normal. But if we live in flight or fight, it signals the genes. It turns us into this place in our nervous system where over time, if you keep doing that and you keep signaling that in the body, the body can't handle that. And so it's really fascinating how so many of the issues that we have can be changed if we change the way we think and, and what chemicals get released. It's, it's really, really interesting. Like they say, disease is like disease. In fact, Joe Dispenza took, he took a sample of blood from some of the participants who meditated with them and they took that blood and they gave that to COVID patients to see if that would help. This is no antibodies. This is just the blood of people who were lay people who had been in a state of coherence and meditating for six days just to see. And the COVID couldn't stick anymore to the cells, which is like this higher energy of like blood. It's like really, really fascinating, but we just like thoughts can make us sick. Thoughts can make us well. And there's a lot going on that we just don't, I feel like we all know more about our car than we know about ourselves, like our bodies, like our lineage, you know, but it's amazing what what work you're doing and you just yourself, just your story. So this was so great. You guys are phenomenal and may you just be continuously so successful. Thank you. Hillary, you're something else. It is phenomenal what you've built, and I just love hearing how you continue to raise the ceiling on whatever is keeping you feeling limited. The sky, only the sky is your limit. You guys, you can check out Hillary's work on her website, hillaryanthony.com. Hillary is spelled with one L, and her Instagram is at rooted and rising life. Okay, last but certainly not least, we have the wonderful Amy Fowler. Amy had been working as a nurse for almost two decades, and even though she loved her job, 
she was really burning out. So for the first time in her life, she took a chance to invest in herself. And what resulted is a powerful story of stepping into her worthiness and really owning the message that she was meant to share. Let's take a listen. Amy, talk to us. Okay, first, my number one advice for me to do this, tissues, lots, oh, yeah. lots of tissues. <laughs> Forget the mascara. Forget it. It's not worth it. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I'm from Canada, and um, so I was a nurse for 18 years, and I loved what I did. I loved being in service for people. I, I loved what I did, but... I just couldn't keep up with it, my body. I have chronic health issues. I have chronic migraines, chronic pain. And I've been a nurse for over 18 years and I've struggled with that for over 17 years. So I pushed and pushed and pushed myself until I couldn't do it anymore. And then a year ago before COVID hit, I'm totally burnt out. I was on sick leave and I just couldn't get off of it. And so I quit, I quit my job. My husband and I just decided, you know what? I may never work again. I'm never going to have a purpose. And that was soul crushing. And then when COVID hit, as a nurse during a pandemic, you're like, I'm going back. Like, throw me into the fire. I'm going back. I don't give a damn about myself. I have to help out. And thankfully, I have the most amazing husband in the world, and he's in the medical field as well. And he's like, no, you you cannot come back. This will kill you. So thankfully, I stayed. I didn't go back. And unfortunately, though, it started spiraling me down into another depression. I dealt with depression for over 20 years of my life and come August, I was pretty low. And then all of a sudden, I never heard who this beautiful soul is. Never heard of don't keep your day job. I just never heard of you. And the day before your last challenge came, you popped up on my feed and it was you with your little Oprah bag. And I was like, the words that was in that post was like, boom, right to my soul. And I was like, that's my person. I need to be there what the heck's a five-day challenge? I've never even heard of this, but it had that magic word, free. I'm like, yeah, I can do free. (laughs) Sign me up, I'm all in. So that day one, it just opened my heart, opened my soul, and I was just blown away. And I had no idea what made to do this was, didn't even hear about it until day four, when you just kind of dropped it, like a little boop. And I was like, what the boop, what's that? what is this made to do this? Cause I need more, I need more and more of this because this is what's going to help me find my purpose again. And, um, when I brought up the website, I just crushed with that price because I've never in my life spent anything on myself. I will give my salary away to someone in need, but I will not give it to myself. And I just thought, Oh, I can't do this. And it was really interesting because that week, my husband had a forced week off. So we were at the cottage and he's like, you are just a whole new person this week. It's amazing. And then that afternoon on day four, when I saw the price, he's like, what happened? What's going on? Like you're back into your, and I talked to him and he's like, just do it. You are worth it. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not worth it. And he's like, yes, you are. Just do it. And so, of course, we didn't have a credit card or anything at the college, so I had to borrow my mom's American credit card. And she's like, yeah, you're worth it. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, why am I the only one that not know this? This is ridiculous. So I just did it. I took that leap that night on day four and bought the course, woke up the next morning, and I was like, oh, God, what did I do? Like, this is crazy. And then day four or five came, and I was like, nope, forget it. Kathy's preaching and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in (laughs) and I'm showing up. And then I was there, I was showing up. I was revealing myself that I've never revealed before to people. And the most beautiful thing happened the next day with day five homework when you came on. And then I looked over at my family and I said, I think she's going to call my name because I'm supposed to be here. And I took out my earbuds and I unplugged and you were like, oh, and here's the day five challenge winners. And I'm going to announce who got the 50% off. And 
you said the first two names and then you said Amy and you stopped for like 0.2 of a second and I went Fowler <laughs> you said my name and I just started crying my whole family started dancing around and it wasn't about the money at that point it was about that confirmation from the universe that I was meant to be here and that I took that step and took that huge leap off that fence for myself made all the difference in the world see tissues people that just it was amazing and I had no idea what I was doing a business no 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 my parents own their own business and they told us all our childhood don't be an entrepreneur it's too hard you have to work too hard you're never going to make money but that's all in my head never really understood that that was still in my head but I did what you said I showed up I did it messy and I just came up with something so I started this I the membership for me worked in my brain because I can't work on someone else's schedule. I have to work on my schedule because when I don't have a migraine, I'm 100%. But when I do, I can't walk my dog. I can't do anything. So the membership was the key. So I started self-care for healthcare because that's what I was, a burnt out nurse, right? And it was so good. And I mean, I started a Facebook group, got 200 people to sign up. It was doing great, but there was something missing. And that's the beauty about this course. Not only does it give you the tools, but that something missing was unlocked through not only all my peers, through you, through the course, but also like I was doing different people's free um, things that, okay, let me just tell you, that's worth more than $3,000, all these free offers from these amazing minds and souls. I've never learned so much in my life in this packed time. And one of the sessions was with the spirit guide, intuitive Jessica, and I got my answer. It wasn't supposed to be self-care for healthcare. I'm supposed to tell my story, which I've never told out loud, definitely not in public. There's a small sacred group that I've told too. And that's my story of 10 years ago. I gave up on life. I said, there's no more. And I attempted suicide. And as a nurse, there was definitely no reason I should be here. I know medically it's just not even possible why I'm here, but I got that second chance from God, source, divine, whatever it was. And I remember waking up, there's not a lot that I remember in the ICU, but I remember waking up and totally surrendering to the fact that, okay, I get it. Hello, I get it. I'm meant to be here, but I didn't know why. But I promised then that I was going to show up and not waste the second chance. And this is why I'm here. I'm starting to tell my story out loud to people that I don't even know. And I'm holding space for these amazing people, souls that need to hear that you do not have to have shame about your story. You are meant to be here just as you are, beautifully broken as you are. And there is purpose for you. And I would never have come to that without this program. And I'm starting my membership and it's going to be beautiful. And the beautiful thing too about this program is that you don't have to come out at that 12 weeks and just be like, bam, I'm here open, my open signs in the window. It wasn't right for me. I'm launching in March and that is right for me. And but I have all the tools and all the support now. Not only do I have my accountability pod, I've got four other ones. I meet every day of the week with a different group of souls and they hold you accountable and they hold you when you need to cry and they walk you through the fire and it is it's gold it is worth so much more I'm literally I don't have the right words to hold the space of how deeply I feel but what I will say is that I feel like your story even gives my mom's life a legacy because really, it just I just got this just now in this moment that everything I've done is really for her. And probably all those nights having to call an ambulance for her is what like gets me out of bed. And you guys know if you spend enough time with me, I'm obsessed with Dear Evan Hansen. I've seen it four times. I flew to New York to see it before Ben Platt left. And then I've seen it three times since then. And I'm 
always talking about that musical and it's like, why do I like it so much? Why do I love it so much? Because he, it's about a kid who committed suicide and it's about another kid who tried to, and it's the whole story. And everyone has seen that show. Everyone from Beyonce, Hillary Clinton, Barbara Streisand, Mike Pence walked in the thick. Everybody was moved by it. He won the Tony for best actor. He's like the youngest person to win that Tony. And it's because everybody relates to that feeling of not feeling seen. Everybody knows that feeling. Yep. And it's not okay with me. Me neither. And I thought, who am I to charge someone for that? And thank goodness for the mentors, because on the Cyber Monday, we had to put out a deal about a dollar. And they're like, just start your membership if you want. And I was like, no, that didn't feel right for me. And that's what it's all about. Listen to those whispers. And I was like, that's fine. I'll hold a retreat right? A lovely afternoon, hold that beautiful space. It will be like my membership crushed into a couple hours. And I put it out there for a dollar in all donation, all the money going to a donation for <laughs> sex trafficker survivors. And thank goodness one of the mentors that wasn't mine called me out on that homework thread and said, you deserve to get paid. This is not okay. I remember crying, be like, I'm so defeated. I went, had a snack, felt better, came back and I was like, no, that she's right. I do deserve. So I upped the price to the big old whomping five bucks and I said, <laughs> 50%. Hey, that was a big step for me. I know. 50% can go to the donation, but the rest is coming to me. And my first sale, I cried. The next sale, I cried. And we had the like... I've done it a couple of times. The group is phenomenal that it draws and people have been sharing their stories and starting their healing just because I spoke up and I held space. It's just crazy. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing it is everything that I stand for. You are literally the living example. You, it was you, Amy, like everything I'm doing, like it's all you. Like I was like looking for you, honestly. She's right about the tissues thing. Um, but the thing is, you guys, that, you know, there's a famous quote, most men live lives of quiet desperation. Somebody famous said it. But the idea is that you don't even have to be a person who is clinically depressed or suicidal to be a person who feels lonely, so lonely and so invisible. And it has to stop. It has to stop. And you know, we talk so much about social distance and how people are socially distant. Is that new? Like, why on earth do we think that that's new? The year before COVID, we had the most historic record number of Americans who had committed suicide. And the amount of humans that are on the, this earth, walking this earth, who are taking medication, who state that the number one reason that they take that medication is because they feel lonely, that's got to stop. And what perpetuates that? There are so many ways that we isolate ourselves, that we compare now ourselves to people on social media and feel even more alone because, oh my God, how would I even begin to speak when I'm no, nowhere near as perfect? My marriage doesn't look like that. My kid has ADD. I'm struggling. I, I you know, whatever. I have a, this addiction. I have that. It's like, yeah, you're human, right? You're human. And add to it a person who's sensitive, right? The people who are the most spiritual are the people who most are likely to feel sadder or to have an addiction because we're looking for something more than the mediocre, just like watch some Netflix, call it a day. It's like, it's not working. It's not working. And so you absolutely deserve to get that you can get paid to hold space for people and, and you're doing it so well. And look, listen to her, listen to what she said. It's her brokenness that makes her the perfect person because she's not saying Hi, let me be prescriptive with you. I have all the answers and I'm going to give them to you. And I want you to sit down and I want you to just take note. She's saying, come with me and you won't feel as alone because I'll be there. And I can't stop the sky from falling and I can't stop the tornado, but I could sit with you and I just won't move. And how many people have that? That's the problem. And what do we do when we start something? We get paid to solve a problem. So why on earth should somebody who makes this little plaque 
for this little candle. By the way, Trisha McAvoy candle, do you know how much this tiny little candle is? It's like probably two or three ounces. This candle is $45. So she can make $45 for giving you a scent, but you're not allowed to charge someone to hold space, to fill their soul. Of course you can, right? Of course you can. And they want you to charge because they want to feel good about receiving back. And they want to feel like they get to now be a part of this. I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for you. And I love that you listened to yourself. I love that your husband championed you. And I mean, Amy, you, this can be as big as you want it to be. Like Glennon Doyle was this girl who was like, hi, I'm broken. Would you like to hang out? And she built an empire and now she underwrites and helps all these women and all these things. And this literally will be as big as you want it to be. And that's up to you. And it's not about a race to how big it is. It's whatever's going to feel good to you. But what you're doing is gorgeous. And I really just hope that you know you are so unbelievably needed. And I'm so grateful that it sounds like it's answered that call of feeling like something needs to be filled in here with the purpose. Yeah, I'm a whole new person. My parents don't recognize me. Well, they do. I'm that seven-year-old girl. (laughs) doing the cartwheels on the lawn now. I'm back to that. Like, I'm just, I'm just a whole, not a whole new person. I should not say that because I'm me, the real me. Without the mask, without the despair, I'm just, I'm me. And I could have not done that without this course. I mean, I'm starting a podcast. My God, I can't even, I hate the sound of my voice. Like, why would I ever do that? Because it feels right. And not only because you told me to, (laughs) and I'm like a good student, show up and do it. But once I did it, I'm like, yeah, that's right. And I'm just talking. Today I recorded one in the bath. Like, (laughs) oh, Amy, God, do I love you? I wish I could hug you. What's the name of the podcast so we can all be looking for it? It's called In Her Feelings, and it launches on Thursday, which is. Bell Let's Talk Day, Mental Health Day. And that's, I tell it all, all of it. (laughs) So it's unbelievable. I remember standing on the floor of the Capitol building in Tallahassee during the 2000 election. I was editor of my college paper, which looking back, I can kind of see where all this started because I had this need to like speak on campus and write and all this stuff. And anyway, um, Al Gore and Tipper Gore were there campaigning. And she walked into a room full of very fancy people and every news media, every outlet was there. And for the fir- it was her first time saying, I've been struggling with my mental health. The room was silent. And in one second, she was the most powerful person I had ever seen. I had never heard in the year 2000, a person stand up and say, this is where I'm broken and this has to come into the light and people cannot suffer by themselves. And I was like, who is this person? And every person who was talking in the back and all the people who walked in with all their big egos, it just fell away. And I was glued to her and I was sobbing. And I was like, this is the most amazing strength like I have ever seen. It was amazing. I'll never forget it. And how gorgeous is this that you just gave us this gift today? You know, we have so many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of moments that just mean nothing. And then you have a moment like this right now with you and it means everything. Amy, you're a gift. Your story and your magic is so needed in this world. This is just the beginning, and I cannot wait to see the impact you're going to make. You guys should all go listen to Amy's podcast. It's called In Her Feelings, and her first episode will be live today so we can all celebrate with her. You can also connect with her on Instagram at treat.yourself.com first. And we'll have a link in the show notes where you can get more info about all the things that she's creating. Okay. So that was so inspiring. I want to thank them for being so generous, for letting us share their stories. We're going to have links, as I said, in the show notes, so you can connect with them and see the awesome things they're putting out in the world. If you want to step into your divine assignment, if you want to start welcoming in expansion, just like these incredible women are doing, then come and join me in May to do this. Enrollment ends tomorrow, and we will begin Monday. The class is going to sell out. Go to madetodothis.com, and you can grab your spot there. Okay, 
Here are the takeaways. Number one, lean in and take the chance. Number two, play against someone better than you. Surround yourself with greatness. That's how you level up. Number three, when you're doing what you're meant to be doing, everything changes for you. Number four, resilience is real. We can keep trekking no matter what hits us. Number five, people love spending money. Make an opportunity for them to spend it on you and what you have to give. Number six, step into the flow and surrender. Number seven, you are worth it. Number eight, show up and do it messy. And number nine, you don't have to have shame around your story. You're meant to be here just as you are, as beautifully broken as we are. There is a purpose for you. Thank you for listening, you guys. I know how darn busy you are. Thank you for being here. Your time is the most valuable thing you have and you're here and it means the world to me. Remember that doors are closing tomorrow. There's still another day to get in on me to do this. I would love to get to know you better. I would love to work with you in this high touch program. We're going to be doing content sessions every Monday, implementation sessions every Thursday. You're going to get a session with Rachel Platten, fight song woman. You're going to get a session with Jenna Kutcher. You're going to get a session with Candace Nelson. You're going to learn from me how I've made six and seven figures and multi-seven figures doing several different things that light me up that make an impact in this world. And you are going to start to walk into your vision of the future rather than reliving the past. Go to madetodothis.com and claim your seat at the table. As always, we'll be posting more daily episodes every day. So subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and please give us a review because we wanna know what do you think about this show? And when you go rate and review it, you will help other people find this show. And if you show up on my Instagram sometime today, you'll see that I'm giving away a 50% scholarship to Made to Do This. All you have to do to enter is go to my Instagram at kathy.heller. You'll see a post that went up a few hours ago. It'll give you all the details. All you really have to do is review the show and go subscribe to the show. And that's it. You can find the details on my Instagram at kathy.heller. Before we go, I want to ask you if this episode inspired you. Can you think of one human being who would benefit from hearing this conversation? If the answer is yes, please share the podcast with them. Email them a link, text them a link, or go ahead and post this on your Instagram and tag Hillary Anthony, tag Joe Ingram, tag Amy Fowler, tag me. And let these women know that their stories inspired you. I love you guys so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you tomorrow.